Be it foul weather or a pandemic, there are times when we're homebound for days or even weeks on end. Being stuck at home as a single person or as a couple is one thing, but when you're sharing the space with kids, siblings, or relatives, that introduces a slew of new challenges. Now, I could tell you to cherish the opportunity to spend time with your loved ones, which you totally should, but I bet you've already heard that before. Instead, I'd like to share a few creative, cross-generational ways to pass the time that will get you laughing and smiling no matter your age. And since the youngest of us tend to have the hardest time being cooped up, I'm going to focus on what you can do with them going from toddlers up to teens. Learners, Mary Daphne here of Explearning.co, where we believe social skills are the key to the good life. What's the good life? It's a life where you call the shots, you have a crew you can count on, and you're on a mission that you care about. Before I jump in, I wanted to tell you about a great free resource that we've created for the Explearning community. It's a comprehensive small talk guide. If you find yourself grasping at thin air when you're in unfamiliar social situations, then our small talk guide is for you. Just click the link in the description box below to get the downloadable delivered straight to your inbox. All right, back to the topic of creative things to do with your young ones when your family is stuck in the house. Now, these may not be your own children. They could be nieces, nephews, young siblings, or the children of friends. Point is, you're all at home and you're tired of twiddling your thumbs. Before we get into it, I just wanted to give you a quick hint. Coming from someone who's taught kids of all ages, the key to engaging kids is to tap into your own inner child. We all have one in us and when we learn to embrace that fact, you'd be amazed at how easy it is to connect with the little ones. So reach into yourself, kindle that flame of youth flickering inside you, and let's get started. Number one, babies and toddlers. For babies and toddlers, you can show them a picture with an object on it. Tell them what it is. This is a quick game where you flash a card in front of their face for just a few seconds and then move on to the next card. For the baby, this is a fun and exciting way to learn about the world around them. For you, it's a fun opportunity to describe things that you've probably forgotten how to describe or never realized needed describing. This can be as DIY as you'd like. You can print out your own pictures from the internet or clip out images from magazines, then stick them onto some note cards with a short description or explanation on the back. This works really well for art as well. Show the Mona Lisa to your toddler or make your own piece of art. Let them know who made it and how it makes you feel. If they're old enough to talk, ask them to interpret it and you might be surprised what they come up with. Two, young children. With young children of five years or above, a delightful activity to do with them is creative writing. You can give them a prompt like a word, a sentence, a question, or even a picture. Have them write freely, completely ignoring spelling mistakes or grammatical errors. Encourage them to write phonetically. 
just allow them to get their ideas on paper. For kids that are a bit older, you can have them change the end of one of their favorite fairy tales, books, or even movies. They can make a modern adaptation of the story. Encourage them to imitate the style of their chosen authors, such as Dr. Seuss's melodic, whimsical, and sometimes nonsensical prose. He mostly uses a poetic style called anapestic tetrameter. An anapest is a group of three syllables that follows the pattern unstressed, unstressed, stressed. Let's check out this example from If I Ran the Circus. All ready to put up the tents for my circus. I think I will call it the Circus McGurkis. And now comes an act of enormous enormance. No former performers performed this performance. Okay, so you get the idea. With this age group, in addition to creative writing, you can also teach them a new song that you both enjoy. Bonus points if it's in a different language. There are plenty of great resources on YouTube that give you the song and the lyrics to sing along with. This is particularly helpful with second language acquisition because of the comprehensible input. You can see and hear the sounds simultaneously. Number three, older children, tweens and teens. As you get into the tweens and teens, the hurdle for keeping them engaged gets a bit higher, let's be honest. One effective approach to achieving this is through physical activity. And while we are restricted to the house, that doesn't mean we can't get our blood and limbs going a bit. And what better way to do this than having a dance party? Dancing, like singing, has so many therapeutic benefits because it releases a cocktail of chemicals in your brain that makes you feel good. Older generations, parents, grandparents, older siblings can show the styles of dance that were popular in their youth in exchange to learn what's popular in today's youth. Flossing anyone? And if anyone plays an instrument, their participation as a musician is strongly encouraged. No one but families around, so this is a safe place for everyone to get a little goofy and let off some steam. Schedule it ahead of time so that people can dress up and make props and get excited for it. Speaking of dressing up, another great way to engage a diverse group is with the short drama production, complete with set props and homemade costumes. Decide your favorite classic or work together to script your own. Once everything is organized, rehearse it a few times, and finally, when you're feeling confident enough, present it to some friends over video chat, or you can even film it for the family archives. One final activity that everyone can get into is cooking. We all need to eat after all. Learning how to cook is an important life skill that children and adults alike benefit from. And cooking makes the eating part so much more rewarding. The internet is overflowing with recipes and cooking guides, so let the kids decide on one that looks exciting and perhaps challenges them a little bit and get to it. So there you have it, a few creative activities to do with the young folks who are cooped up. Let's quickly recap. Picture and art flashcards for the babies and toddlers, creative writing for the preteens, dance parties, dramas, and cooking for all ages. Like I said at the beginning, the key to succeeding with all of these is tapping into your inner child that lives within all of us. The more creative and 
goofy you can be, the more fun everyone will have, including you. Now, you might get some weird looks to start, particularly if you guys aren't used to doing these kinds of things together. But once you get the momentum going, you will be amazed at how these activities take on a life of their own. So don't hold back, get inspired, and make the best of the precious time that you have with each other. So now that I've shared our thoughts, I would love to hear your own ideas for fun activities to do at home. Who did you do it with and what made it fun? Share that with me and the Exploring community in the comments down below. And if you loved this lesson, please be sure to let me know. You can give this video a thumbs up on YouTube. And if you haven't done so already, subscribe to join our tribe of Explorers so that you never miss a lesson. And if you ring that bell, you'll get notified about our new lessons and our weekly live streams. Email this video to a friend or a coworker who also wants to supercharge their social skills. And remember that the write-ups of these lessons are always available on our blog at exploring.co blog. With that, have an awesome week, Explorers. Thank you so much for joining me. And I'll see you next time for your next Exploring lesson. Happy exploring.